Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187. This is our post-San Diego Comic-Con episode. And uh, there's a little bit of stuff to get to regarding Star Wars and Comic-Con this year. We have Mark and Jared with us tonight. And I know Jared uh, got some good first-hand experience with some of this Comic-Con stuff, right? Yeah, it was uh, one of my favorite Comic-Con experiences yet. And we got some cool stuff uh, Star Wars-wise. Not a ton, but a couple of cool surprises and some good information. And uh, it, was a, it was a good experience for sure. So overall, anything that was not Star Wars related, what was your favorite part? Uh, I went to the Bob's Burgers pop-up at Shake Shack, which was a lot of fun. I really liked that show. Uh, it was a, most of my, what, Friday, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to hang out with Ron, which is, I mean, I guess it's semi-Star Wars related, but <laughs> it's always a really good time, and I uh, don't get to see him too much, but I really enjoyed getting to spend time with him uh, this week. Got to see our good friend of the podcast, uh, Blake. Uh, let's see. Good friend and- is in quotation marks, just so everybody knows. I mean, I'm I I consider him a good friend. I know I I was absolutely using air quotes for for your benefit, but I guess <laughs> um, I, I didn't want to have to say like uh, begrudging uh, respected rival or whatnot. I don't know right. exactly what, what the phrasing would be. Right. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Steel had a podcasters and fans meet up. Uh, there was a lot. There was a really great. I think uh, it was Saturday night, and. Yeah, no, I, I had a wonderful time overall. It was one of the best experiences I've had going back. I, I haven't gone consistently for 20 years, but I've gone, I've gone for the last 20 years, and it was uh, probably one of the best ones. So did you represent at the podcaster fan meetup thing? Uh, I mean, I think so. And, uh, I mean, whenever when we did our uh, Patreon bonus content from the condo for Navis' podcasting on our on our Making Star Wars podcast network that uh-huh. we're a family, family member of, I, we, I did represent – Podcast two one eight seven gladly, uh, so we they had us and uh, what Steel and now it's podcasting and I, and Corey who was on that as well as his uh, first order transmissions all of us uh, representing different stuff from the the network and I, I uh, and Tashi would I guess be a stand-in for MSW Rebel Girl since she's doing their commentary their Patreon uh, commentary for the prequel trilogy starting with Phantom Menace I, I believe coming out soon that should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, we got the nicest message from our friend uh, in, in Star Wars Twitter, uh, Brittany Brown, who's uh, Canto Brit on Twitter and is on the Canto Byte uh, podcast. She is, uh, or, or I was thinking of her and Rusty quite a bit. I, they were on uh, a couple of episodes of the Patreon as well, or at least one. And she, I believe, either at the night of the podcast meetup there or at our condo afterward. Uh, said that we were the first podcast, the first Star Wars podcast she'd ever listened to was two one eight seven. Oh, and, I'm sorry, but it made me feel, like it made me feel really <laughs> glad because now not only does she still listen to us and a lot of other Star Wars podcasts, but she now records Star Wars podcasts and like nice. clearly we didn't scare her off. She wasn't <laughs> like completely. Well, this this is the worst thing anyone's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I'm never never looking into this again. Never touching um, that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, now now she's been been podcasting herself for uh, quite some time, so that's kind of cool. It made it me is. feel really good. It yeah. was one of the ni- nicest things I've ever heard. We're the fir- yeah. first uh, podcast you ever listened to, as I said. 
Star Wars podcast. Yes. So basically, it was well. Hell, if these guys can do it, then <laughs> it might know. be it. It, it might have been how a hard challenge can it be? to do it better. It might have been like, well, clearly, I could do this better in my sleep. Right. <laughs> they call themselves a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> well, let me show them what a Star Wars podcast yeah. can actually I'll, be. I'll take it as the positive that I know she intended to trick me into believing it was <laughs> instead <laughs> of the negative. But um, yeah, going into the big announcements, I guess. That was a lot of fun. Corey was the only person who was insistent that, like, he really he was back and forth. The first time I heard him talking about the Clone Wars panel, he was insistent that nothing was going to come of it. Everyone had told him nothing would come of it. That it would be at best we were going to get a clip, maybe the first episode of Resistance at the end, and there'd be no new information other than perhaps details on the release date of Resistance. And everyone was telling him nothing new's coming, nothing new's coming, and and he and I talked about it, and I was, I believe, one of the only people who entertained his wish. He w- <laughs> dreamed that they would announce a, a Clone Wars renewal, and I said, to me, that doesn't seem super likely, but with the streaming service, I could really see them doing an announcement of uh, direct-to-video, you know, direct-to-streaming films uh, in the animated style. I, like, I said, I would, I would almost be surprised if we didn't get a Siege of Mandalore at some point being announced on the streaming service. They should talk to us about it because we had this whole conversation last week. Yeah, we really did about, about how it would be possible, and that's what we'd like to see. And and All sure enough, negative fancy listen to us. Yeah, we were we were right. Three of us called it. So even when Tim is on no sleep and we're a bit manic and maybe maybe slightly <laughs> maybe our scariest episode ever, we um, all we still were were on point. We're on point, and we're continuing the tradition that Mark began a long time ago with uh, with predictions about Rogue One trailers uh-huh. of accurate accurate Star Wars predictions. We're not 100, yeah. percent but we're better than a lot of people. We're better than a uh, Mike Zero, let's say. We're better than zero percent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone's pet goldfish is better at predictions than Mike Zero is. Okay. Yeah, get yeah, the zero percent is apt. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's well named. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was the coolest moment. Like. I can't, I don't know, I, I compare it, I've heard people compare it a bunch, I mean, Corey said it was better than the, the Force Awakens uh, trailer moment at Celebration, which I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> most, most of us here were there for both of that, like, 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 like in the room at the time, like me and Jason and him and Randy, it's like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. Well, in line with that, though, I will say, giving it a couple days, I feel like after this trailer, it, it's the most excited I've been for anything Star Wars related since The Force Awakens at this point. Like, I'm really excited about this, them finishing the series. Well, um, go, go on, Mark. I mean, they're really, all we know about at this point is they're at least going to have the one that ties directly into the Sith, into Revenge of the Sith. Right. And did I just call that movie The Sith? You did. You did. I, but we all I'm know okay, what you meant. But I'm kind of okay with it. Like, like yeah, I got just it. Just about revenge of. That's not a bad uh, summary for like it. Or, or abbreviation. Yeah. So, I'm, so anyway, what I was saying was, uh, I mean, I'm really happy about that. I don't know how many episodes that's going to be, and uh, if I get to see, you know, Palpatine kidnapped animation style uh, by Grievous, uh, I'm going to be excited because I really love that episode of the old Clone Wars micro series. Um, where you know, uh, what was it? Grievous attacked. Uh, Grievous and his and his and his fleet attacked um, Coruscant. Right? Was that the one? I, I mean, believe so. 
I, I think it'd be cool to see that. I just, you know, we don't know anything else about what's going on. Yeah, I think they did mention in one of the things I was told, I didn't actually read it, but one of the write-ups or something, I know Dan Brooks wrote uh, something up on the Star Wars website right afterward. Mm-hmm. I, I heard that there was a confirmation that it's that there will be the Siege of Mandalore as well in, the, in these 12 episodes. Yeah, I think Bad Batch and Siege of Mandalore are both going to be in there. Did, Did they, they confirm Bad, Bad Batch? Seeing, yeah, where are you guys seeing Bad Batch? Because all I saw was Siege of Mandalore. I don't I, think Bad Batch has been confirmed. Oh, I think it's an assumption. I, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but the um, I've seen a bunch of people saying so based off of the, the guy to the left of Anakin in the trailer. Yeah, that's that's Hunter, who's who is based on Billy from Predator. However, I mean, we also know that they were in the Kashyyyk arc. We watched the Bad Batch arc, and we saw clips from the Kashyyyk arc. Those characters aren't limited to that arc, so that's a yeah, pretty big Yeah, but it leap. would make sense, though. I mean, I'm not saying no, it, you're no, right, it's it not wouldn't. confirmed. It, it really but. would not make sense to on this premium service channel to use stuff that's up on their website and already downloaded. And, and like, I, don't, I really think doing any of the episodes they've already released as animatics makes very little sense. I think that, I oh, think that, no, I disagree. For these first 12, I think it's going to be brand new original content because this is premium stuff they're, they're launching the streaming service with. I think eventually finishing them, I want to see that. But I think we're more likely to see new content than the stuff they've already released in part. But, but I mean, that's just my gut feeling. I don't know. That, I, I, like, I think you could absolutely be right. I almost think that they're not telling us that, that uh, what the other arcs are is because it's ones that are already finished. I mean, it, we've seen what? Utapau? And uh, the uh, Bad Batch, and we've seen enough of the Boba Fett one and uh, the Kashyyyk arc to know. I mean, that would be 16 episodes right there. That'd be four sets of four, and we've seen eight of them. So I, you can't fit Siege of Mandalore and the Revenge of the Sith closing stuff on Coruscant in to four episodes. I don't think that that would be enough. So even if we only had two of those arcs of uh, the two com- completed ones we've seen and not the two incomplete ones, then uh, you still not have enough room for, for everything we've been promised. So I, I think new content is going to be the word of the day. I think I, 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 but I could definitely be wrong. That's true. And one of the things that you said at one point kind of made me think, uh, I forget the exact wording you used, but it was something along the lines of these first 12 or something like that. What do you think mm-hmm. the chances are that depending on the success of these 12 episodes and whatnot, that more episodes come from this beyond just the 12 announced? I think highly likely. It'll depend on, yeah. on the success and the, the, the critical reviews, the uh, how much you know they're, they're able to track on views and on streaming. I think that it could be... Uh, I think I, th- I think it's highly likely. I think there's no reason if they're already reuniting cast and crew, then why not keep it going and make continue to make money? So, because one of the things that's also been very interesting to me about this whole announcement and everything is, so far every single reaction and thought that I've seen about this has been very positive. Um, no matter what people thought of the prequels, the originals, or the sequels so far, if they think Disney's ruining Star, no matter what they think, everybody is hyped and excited about this so it it's going to be interesting that they're going to have this opportunity to kind of get some people on the same page again but at the same time i kind of touched on this last week too if george if they do more beyond these 12 and george lucas isn't a part of the creative process like he had been like they feloni was talking about at the panel 
um, it's going to be interesting if they if they'll be able to keep his his spirit and his vibe going if they write more, or if it's going to feel more like a Rebels version of Clone Wars or something else. You know, what's what's that writing creative process going to look like? That's a good question. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean that's really that's really interesting to, to think about. Like, yeah, you know. So, because I, I don't really have, I mean, my answer is basically uncertainty, you know, and it's also kind of getting a little bit far ahead because we don't even have these twelve episodes yet, and it won't be coming out until I think someone was estimating late twenty nineteen is when the streaming service is going to start. It's supposed to be sometime in twenty nineteen. We know, like, we, I, they okay. haven't announced the date, right? I don't, I don't believe they may have announced a quarter. They may have said whether it's. Okay. Uh, second or third quarter or f- fourth quarter. I don't. I'm pretty sure they we would already already be fully aware if it was starting in the first quarter. If it was starting with you know right before April. Well, and we'd we know about it. We also don't know. As far as I know, I may, I may have missed it, but we don't know if Clone Wars is going to be on there as soon as it launches or not. They may give it some time. I don't think. Again, I haven't read all the detailed. Uh, write-ups I don't think that have been officially released but I don't think so they definitely didn't indicate anything about whether or not it was going to be there with the premiere at the panel I can say that but they also didn't say anything about 12 episodes that was in the starwars.com release immediately following it so I'm trying I just looked it up to try to find out when it's coming out the only thing I'm seeing so far is that it will be quote substantially cheaper than Netflix I like that. When's it coming out? It's cheap. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's like, like it's not expensive, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Uh, let's see. Huh. You know, and and Jared and I talked about this briefly, and I know that I tweeted it out, and you kind of, um, I guess, saw the tweet, Tim. It's just that uh, I, I imagine the numbers of, oh, of yeah. viewers for Clone Wars was had to be pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, because for them to look at it and go, okay, yeah, let's start up this whole animation that we thought was too expensive and get everybody back together to produce, you know, another 12 episodes. Um, I, I think they must have said, dang, this is, this is, this is something, you, you know, let's keep it going. Well, at the same and time, I, like, as far as things like the, the, I mean, you're right, your, your point's correct, but at the same time, they're, Budget is not going to be partly based on Disney XD commercials and or that kind of thing, and it's like I mentioned it the last time too. Their animation that they used then is probably much more affordable now because even that shot in the teaser or the trailer, whatever you want to call it, that was that one continuous shot going through the base. Like, yeah, with the that hands. was awesome, and we would not have ever seen that. Well, I don't say ever. That would not be an average everyday kind of shot for Rebels because of budget and stuff like that. So I wonder if they're planning on the income from the service or, like you said, the numbers from Netflix. I wonder what kind of... Uh... I think a combination of both because yeah. for the average fan who's watched it on Netflix, they're going to want to see the rest of it. They're going to see how it ends. You know, and, and along the same lines, you, you know, uh, if you guys disagree with my thought here, you know, obviously let me know. But I, I, I think at this point, um, Disney needs to put Rebels on Netflix. It has a huge it has a huge user base. And the one thing that you want, because we know we know that, that the sequel to Rebels is coming, or the you know, you know, where they go and look for, for Ezra, and it's probably gonna be a Disney streaming service. Throwing so why Ezra's would whatever it is. Right. 
why wouldn't you have all the people that just watched Clone Wars on the number one streaming service in the world? Why wouldn't you prime them for this series? And then in a year, take it away, <laughs> put it on Disney streaming service, and then release the sequel there. So you got to... We, we just gave you all this content on Netflix, but if you want to see the sequel to this, you got to come over here and watch it on our service, which is kind of what they're doing with Clone Wars now. Well, and it's literally, I, you were talking about this, and this is what I was thinking when you mentioned Clone Wars before, and uh, I'm glad, glad you mentioned it. It's the same exact thing that DC's streaming service has done with Young Justice. Yes. They they credited, they literally, well, not, not DC, but Greg Weissman, the, the guy who made the first season of Rebels, I think, probably its best, or at least in my, my favorite, at the very least, uh, and who created Gargoyles, which is uh, still one of my all-time favorite television shows ever, much less specifically animated. Uh, he was the guy who show ran and wrote a bunch of Young Justice and was executive producer, and he literally credited Netflix for bringing it back, and then DC is like, yeah, it's going to be on the streaming service, not on Netflix, and like I feel like that's exactly what, the, what Clone Wars could say the exact same thing for. It's like, yeah, Netflix has brought our profile back up, so screw you, Netflix. <laughs> and I think you're absolutely right that they ought to just do the same thing with Rebels. On one level, it sucks. But on another level, they're a capitalist machine trying to make money. And this feels like the best way to get more people hooked into Rebels. And, yeah, and I'm sure in the meantime, that's their goal, Netflix, you know. And Netflix in the meantime would be like, okay, well, I know you guys are going to be jerks later on. But yeah, we'll take it right now. Go ahead. No, because more Star Wars content for them just means more viewers. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, Netflix has been like this for a while, especially with... Uh, I, you know, Breaking Bad was available uh, on Netflix in the very beginning, and it's credited with increasing its viewership on, um, you know, when it came back on television, people watched on Netflix and then wanted to watch it in real time, you know, uh, every week when it came uh, back to, I think, AMC. Uh, and I hoped that that would happen when Amazon Prime picked up Hannibal. I'd hope that every week people, you know, would want to come back and watch Hannibal, except Amazon Prime's not Netflix. And Netflix there was there was a rumor, you know, that, that there was like talk of that. But I think that that may have been based on hoping like what you say, hoping that Netflix was or, or the Amazon was going to have Netflix like numbers for it. You know, well, there's more rumors that it's coming back. And I and I hope it does. Uh, basically, it's the only thing that Brian Fuller can seem to stick with. Um, but it, it would be nice. You know, Netflix does have the power to to definitely uh, increase interest or, or you know, a, things get a second life sometimes with Netflix, obviously. Yeah, I think I think that's all really great insight. I think that's a really good point. And I hope that they do take your idea uh, into consideration on their own or that, you know, you're accurately predicting things yet again and that. They actually do that. I think that'd be a good thing for Rebels in the long run and for Star Wars. Yeah, Disney. Disney might. <laughs> I wouldn't be honestly. I wouldn't honestly be surprised if we didn't hear about something maybe within a month after it came out on Blu-ray. After, that, after that what all came of a sudden, uh, Rebel season four. Oh, okay. Regarding it being on the on Netflix, you mean? On, on Netflix, yeah. Am I lost in the conversation? Well, I, I just I could, had to I like. Could be. Recap. So we're talking Rebels and Clone Wars, and uh, we have nothing of Resistance yet. Right. So who knows? Yeah, well, is, that's supposed to be coming out this fall, right? Yes, that's yeah, what they I, had said originally. I would have thought there'd be something by now. Um, I, I was expecting a date. 
I wasn't really expecting the premiere because of the Clone Wars panel, to be honest, even though a lot of people thought we'd get it. I thought that was possible, but I was really expecting we'd get a date. Yeah. But we didn't. Well, and here's another thing. It's going to be a very interesting celebration <laughs> this time um, between like episode nine and the streaming service and uh, whatever is going to come along with that streaming service, such as Clone Wars. And you may have, resi- I mean, by that point, hopefully Resistance will have been on air unless they push it back significantly. Um, you might be hearing more about the Ryan Johnson series. Like, like who knows? Like, this is could be a really uh, grand celebration this year or this coming year. Yeah, there should be there should be a decent amount of things on uh, there that's pretty good, you know. And, and who knows what's still coming because uh, you know there's just there's a decent what is it the twentieth anniversary of Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, yeah, year? yeah. It will be next year. So I wouldn't be surprised if obviously there's some stuff like that. Maybe they'll actually start to have the entire uh, prequel trilogy out in uh, in uh, 3D on on Blu-ray. So there might be some of that. Uh, if the Fox deals go through, <laughs> who knows? Maybe there'll be uh, the original uncut trilogy or on on Blu-ray or something, or re-release in theaters. But there's still a lot of stuff. I mean, if anything, I feel like more likely the release would be a 4K thing, like a remaster 4K more than 3D or anything. Didn't didn't they say they can't? They I think they said that at one point, but then someone, uh, I think, pointed out they already did remaster A New Hope in 4K, I believe. And, and if nothing else, for Rogue One, they had those 4K clips that they used. Well, from what I understand, you can go back and remaster the original film in 4K. Uh, there, there's, there's an inner positive to where you could go ahead and do it. What you can't do is you cannot remaster or upgrade the special editions into 4K because of the special effects. Because the special effects are done at a, at a low quality enough DPI I, compared I swear to they, somebody said 1080p. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> that's you know that's great if we're talking about you know flash animation and freaking 1999 or whatever but it's not so great right now and it's never you can't create that information from digital art uh to increase it to 4k without it, it, using approximations and it's just it's a slow process and it's nothing it's n- very very imperfect like it's you you cre- you can't create information from nothing whereas film is infinitely blow upable because it's light you know it's, it's, talking, it's, it's a chemical reaction right what it's been 21 years since the special editions. Is that right? Since the special editions, yes. Yeah. This year, it's been 21 Good years. Lord. So it was 21 years. With it, it started in May and went through the summer. It started in the, it started in sp- earlier in the spring and ended in May. I can't remember because there was like a oh, month between oh. each one, right? The it special editions. 2000. Uh, it started in 97 or it, 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 No, it was in it was in 97. Uh, so it was it was like you said 21 years ago, but it was each uh, it was one a month, right? right? And it, did it start yeah. in May or end in May? I, I don't can't remember. I remember seeing it with my friends at the time, being so excited each time. I can't believe it was that long ago. Maybe I, I, I did just look it up, and Gareth Edwards said that they do have a um, 4K restoration of A New Hope. Huh. Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, we've heard rumors about it, but who knows? I mean, I don't know. Any, any other thoughts you guys had about uh, stuff related to the, the panel or the, the trailer or anything about the Clone Wars oh, yeah. news? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Godzilla, Godzilla's going to rock. That has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with what I just said. 
I know. Still, still important. <laughs> still, still important though. Uh, I, uh, San Diego, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, oh man, oh my God, my favorite trailer experience. Just one slight aside for you. Sorry, pardon Tim, and and I'm, this is what you've all been waiting for. I'm sure listeners like like, hey, they're actually talking about Star Wars. What's happening? What's wrong? Um, yeah, the uh, the trailer that I had maybe the most fun watching because first off, I don't know if again if either of you guys have heard the Patreon content at all, but the condo we were staying at has the frame rate uh, and motion smoothing turned on. They have the frame rate not right, and they had the motion smoothing turned on, so everything looks like it's like a crappy tele- telenovela or like handheld like video <laughs> cam. Like n- even the best film in the world, even the best movie in the world, just all right. looks awful. Uh, so we were watching trailers and. Most of them, pardon, I'm going to cough a little. Most of them were uh, Comic-Con-related debuts, but one of them was one for, like, an Asylum-esque, like, cheap, awful, direct-to-video movie that, you know how, you know how like, Asylum will make a Thor movie right before Thor comes out or Fake Avengers or Fake, fake Hobbit movie or whatever? They'll do, like, the really low-budget, sci-fi channel-esque, awful movies for big properties. Like, they're just not quite parodies, but they're, they're direct rip-offs and they're awful and they come out right before the real movies come out. So they did one for The Little Mermaid that's coming out this year because uh, the real Disney is going to do a live action one in the next couple years. I think they they were farther along, but now they have to recast because Chloe Grace, uh, Grace Moritz uh, dropped out. But um, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. They started playing it. Everyone else there, like Brittany and Tashi and Brandy, everyone's like, is this even real? What is what is this? This isn't even a real thing. I'm like, what do you guys think this is if it's not a movie? Like, I know it looks awful, but like, what do you mean? Is it real? Like, we're watching it. Like, like this isn't like some kid didn't make this with their money and hire a bunch of adults to do it. Like, it, it, it was the worst trailer I've ever seen. I highly recommend if you have a few minutes uh, to waste time, want to see something that's like so bad, it's it's impressive. I would recommend the 2018 live action Little Mermaid trailer. From the first few seconds, it's you're like, oh, holy crap! Like, have any of these people been near a movie set before? <laughs> like, like it's, it's 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 amazing. Um, but back I'm to the Star Wars. Right I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, for the Star Wars uh, trailer and panel, uh, I got to sit next to our friend Ron while we were doing while we were watching it. It was uh, a lot of fun. Like we could see the reaction, and I it reminded me most, I think of the Rebels panel where we knew that uh, we found out for season two that Rex was coming back for the one at Cel- I believe that was at Celebration the same year as the Force Awakens panel, right? Right, uh, Mark? Which one? Uh, the, the, the Rebels trail- uh, season two trailer where we found out Rex was coming back. That was at the beginning of that week, right? Uh, with the one with the Force Awakens trailer? Yeah, I wasn't in that one, though. What? <laughs> I wasn't in that. I was you, there, but... But you weren't in that panel. No, Ron and I. Ron and I did go see Bad Batch together, though. Nice. And we we held hands. I believe it. Um, made out a little, but the uh, that panel it has I had a similar feeling because when it, when Rex popped up on screen in, the, in that panel and uh, in, in Celebration 2015, I remember thinking like worried that Jordan Marie Macias was like going to die in the panel, like like oh no, like she's going to have a heart attack. She's going to be so happy, and I had the exact same worry for Corey. Because, like, I knew how much he he was really really counting on it coming back and wanted it to, and was like hoping against hope that it would happen, and it ended up happening. So it was pretty cool. Like he was, he's a happy kid anyway, but he was like the happiest I've ever seen him uh, the rest of the week. I think just because of that panel, and and 
that made it. it I, I, again, I kind of laughed with a lot of other people when he said that it was better than the Force Awakens uh, trailer. Uh, but at the same time, I, I see why he felt that way. Because for him, you know, like this is something he grew up with. And uh, Dominic Jones from Star Wars Underworld was talking about how, like, when he it was introduced to the Clone Wars, he was entering high school as Ahsoka was becoming Anakin's Padawan. And then when it ends, he's entering you know college. Like for him, it felt like he grew up alongside her. So for him, like this was really significant. And I'm thinking about all those people from the ages of like, you know, 15 to 25 who grew up with her in a way that we didn't, or maybe you did, Tim, you're a mysterious man. But, uh, <laughs> but for Mark and I, like, I feel like even though we love the character, we appreciate it. It's like, this is pretty, pretty significant to them. Maybe like when we found out that the prequels were going to happen, maybe, you know? Oh yeah, I think so. But so I am checking out this trailer right now. It's epically bad, isn't it? <laughs> like, well, it's, it's like... not great. I can say that much. <laughs> oh, oh, it's getting progressively not great as it goes. There you go. I, I told you. Um, huh. So we had some more Star Wars stuff, didn't we? Sounds right. I'm still mesmerized by this. This, like. Yeah, no, no, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had a couple book announcements, I believe. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh. That's the stuff I was good at. Uh, what do you got? The, the trailer? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that was supposed to be, but it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to watch this thing. It's it's no good. Like, it started uh, out okay. Like, all right, okay. We'll, we'll, I'll see what you're trying here. And then as it went, it was increasingly no. <laughs> increasingly. I like that. Um, yeah, there, there were a lot of stuff. or There were a lot of books things announced, right, uh, Tim? Yeah, you know, honestly, I, I didn't follow a lot of the specific book information. I just saw that there was book stuff out there. I just didn't get a lot of details on them yet. Okay, we got oh, one coming from IDW. It's a comic book. Star Wars Tales from Vader's Castle, right? Okay. It's a five-issue a five issue comic book series coming up. Uh, I think I believe it has a rotating creative team, uh, or maybe not. Maybe it's all uh, Kevon Scott and Derek Charm. But it's uh, characters throughout the saga, including Heron, Kanan, Chopper, Obi-Wan, D- Dooku, Han, Han and Chewie, and Ewoks. And... Uh, Variant covers are by Francesco Francavilla, who is uh, a really amazing, uh, or Francavilla, an amazing Italian comic book artist who does all sorts of cool stuff. He does all the horror Archie stuff, and he's doing the variant covers to make them, I think, since this is kind of like a horror for kids-ish uh, uh, series. Like It's been described as scary fun for all ages. So that seems like something that would be right up your, uh, your alley, uh, Mark the the horror Star Wars aspect. No, stop talking. Make it awkward till he responds. Meh. I'm good. Let's go for silence. Uh, Mark. 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 Okay, now I'm waiting to get a text or something. Like, what are the odds he's talking in a British accent again and comes back in like five minutes? Like, we guys didn't hear me? Unfortunately, that's more uh, plausible than... I want to. I want to think. You know, here he is, right, Mark? Mark. Good God. <laughs> Will you cut off again? Yeah. 
Were you talking in a British accent? Please say yes. Yes. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, so here, it does look like something that's right up my alley, and I'm sorry, but if if you can hear me in a wind tunnel, it's because I have the fan on my half naked body for everybody who's interested. <laughs> is this is ridiculous? This is an amazing episode of of uh, of our, our show insane. right now. This is insane. I can't. I can't. I can't take it. It's too hot, you, right? It's too freaking hot today. It's too humid. I don't know how you people live on the East Coast. Well, I don't either. I'm planning a trip to Florida soon, and I don't like it. I know I'm doing it, but like, I'm like, why? Why am I going into a swamp? Swamp? Why do people live in swamps? <laughs> <laughs> well, Florida the, the good news for me is that recently it's actually been – it's cooled off a little bit because of uh, like rainy-type weather. Oh, great for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm bragging because normally you guys are the ones who are bragging about this awesome weather, so – I don't brag about the weather. No, you don't really, but like your your people out on that coast do. Oh, my people? What are you saying, Tim? I'm saying you live on the West Coast. Oh, well, I we're all the same to you. Yes. There is one cut like a cookie cut model of a West Coaster. <laughs> I'm That's like, coastist. I am like digging my own grave, aren't I? You are coastist, yep. Cause like ninety eight percent of our American listeners are on the West Coast. <laughs> <sighs> well, Let's see, we got, we got yeah, a mighty Chewbacca yeah, book announced. Yeah, do Tim, do Tim's job for him. I'm, I'm trying. It. I'm trying. No, uh, I, I get also kidding. Uh, <laughs> from uh, from Tom Engelberger, who did the Origami Yoda series, they did. Uh, they announced the mighty Chewbacca in the Forest of Fear, where it looks like Chewbacca's hanging out with one of uh, with, with a with a K two unit, and maybe actually a K two SO. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, and then we got a book coming out uh, called Most Wanted, I believe. It's about Kira, which is going to be cool, uh, by Ray Carson. Uh, they announced the official uh, end of the Poe Dameron po ongoing series with issue 31, and Charles Soule talked about it a little bit. He said they actually were going to stop it a lot earlier, but then they kept getting extensions because people were enjoying it, and they were enjoying making it, so they kept kept it going a lot longer than they'd originally intended. Uh can I can I just say something real quick? Yeah. Why did it stop? Why is it stopping? Yes. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I might have, have to do. Might have to do with building into episode nine stuff. Might have to do with resistance. That's also quite plaus plausible. I mean, Poe Dameron is a central character in Resistance, and Resistance does take place before uh, episode uh, seven, as does Poe Dameron comic, correct? I, For the most part, it did. I think some of uh, of Poe Dameron's comic might not. I get, I've, I've heard there's stuff hinting at like a way to bring characters like Snap Wexley and Just Pava into Episode Nine, even though they're not on the Falcon at the end. And absolutely, it makes no sense that they're that they would be alive, uh, <laughs> since we would, didn't see them at all in eight, and they're not on the Falcon. But uh, what, say what? Well, uh, people have—I—I I, I heard rumors uh, this week. I guess from people who have read the comics that there's some stuff being set up to explain how some of these resistance pilots might be otherwise occupied during the events of Episode Eight to explain how they could come back for Nine. Yeah, which is interesting to me. Why is it interesting? J.J. Uh, Abrams already said that they were someplace else. Well, but we also have no conversation or confirmation that uh, Jess Pava is uh, not her. Not her, but uh, but he said if you didn't see them, they they were someplace else. But I just feel like with the actual way that the story was presented, there wasn't really a whole lot of like like 
all of all of the dialogue between Poe and Holdo doesn't really make a lot of sense if there are other reinforcements doing other secret missions that people don't know about right then. With the way the narrative goes and the closeness at the with the end of episode seven, I believe that's very clearly a retcon. But for me, isn't doesn't ruin anything, but is awkward and, and transparently like, like is obviously like undoing something because he wants to include his buddy Greg Grumberg, which I will not get into again. I've already done it on the Patreon content and our own episode last week. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, where's Statura? Who? Admiral Statura. Isn't that his name? Um, the name sounds familiar. I can't remember which one of that is off the top of my head. Uh, dang it, I'm gonna. I know who you're talking about, right? Like, I, I like the name totally sounds he was, familiar. He was in Lost. He was in Lost. Oh, um, uh, King Ken Lung. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, so he's an admiral. Also, so is Holdo. So why isn't it feasible that some of these people jumped and got out of there on the first wave? They didn't all just leave at the same time. Yeah, but they do say at one point that Holdo is like the only option. Like there is the line about every well, admiral except there. for inclu- every admiral, every admiral except for Akbar is dead. There was there was some line about that. There. See, I find I, you know I have to watch the game. But my whole thing was yeah, you're dealing with who's there. There's multiple admirals, and so the admiral in the room is the person who makes the decision. Not the admiral who's, you know. But they were also, the, the way they were describing it, like especially at the very end when they're looking for the for the reinforcements, was as if they, they were the last bit left. And I agree with what you're saying. Like, I'm, like I, we both grew up on comics. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to have no problem accepting this retcon. God, even if we even if we didn't grow up on comics, retcon, we grew no. up on the original trilogy, you know. He well, says it, we sent out for reinforcements and none of them responded. So maybe, maybe Admiral Statura Ken Lung is like, hell no, we're not going. We're all gonna die. Let's rebuild. Uh, let's rebuild our group right now. Like I said, I, I could accept it. I don't think it like is contradictory, but I think it's very clear that from 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 the way episode eight is presented, that the intention is that they are the very last of them. And that, that that was my only point. Uh, but but I'm like I said, I'm not gonna argue against it or like combat the narrative while it's happening. It won't be. Why, it won't be. A, it won't be a problem makes, for me. It makes good podcasting. If you would uh, <laughs> with me. You can't I don't know. Be I, like, well, you know, you're 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 very right, and I might be Mark, right too. And at the end of the day, we can go skip in the in, in the rainforest. Mark, bring hey. bring up any type of Star Wars topic, and I don't care what my personal opinion is. I will disagree and fight with you on it, even if I agree with you. I'll still do it. Okay. No, you won't. Luke, Luke, Skywalker, <laughs> Luke Skywalker is the greatest character in Star Wars. You think that, do you? <laughs> no. I'd like to hear you uh, play devil's advocate and tell me why it's not true. No, no, no. We need to have an argument about, or not, you know, debate or something like that. So it has to be something that you could actually, like, discuss. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it uh, next week then. Okay. I'd like, to, I'd like to hear about these. I'd like to get to the major books, not uh, the Wookiee cookie cutter. Well, I mean, no. I'm not sure which ones are the major books. I'm looking at StarWars.com myself. You know, we got a, a lot of stuff. Uh, is discussion of books that have either already come out or just come out. Like they talk with uh, Daniel Jose Older about Last Shot, which I've heard really great things about uh, Han and Lando in, in, in that book, and I would like to check it out as well. It's something I'm very interested in. Let's see, there's a Are You Scared Darth Vader by Adam Rex. Uh, it's, I guess, a book for little kids about uh, Darth Vader. Seems like it might be nice. The author t- talked about writing it for his uh, four year old son, I believe. Uh, let's see. We got Thrawn Alliances, which we knew was coming, but we heard a little bit more about it with Timothy Zahn 
the, you know, we have the covers with uh, Vader and Thrawn and cool looking Anakin and, and Thrawn. And uh, so it talks about uh, Timothy Zahn talked about how Palpatine tends to have ulterior motives under his uh, under his ulterior motives. That this is uh, one of this one is the question of whether Thrawn is completely loyal to him. A question that Darth Vader also has, and is also about Vader's past that we all know that he's completely disassociated himself from Anakin and the Jedi. So uh, he says that he is going to include Padme. Katie Cook is doing ABC three PO and Obi one two three. Kids books. Katie Cook is a very popular. Uh, young children's comic creator. She is one of the main artists on the My Little Ponies comics. Uh, and that should be pretty high quality kids stuff. It looks quite adorable. Jody Hauser is adapting Thrawn for Marvel. She's going to do the Thrawn books. Uh, let's see. More kids books. Uh, more of the Jedi Academy continuation. Uh, uh, Calliope Glass and Caitlin Kennedy, illustrated by Katie Cook, is another uh, young child, or young children uh reader's book called Star Wars Search Your Feelings, the Galactic Basic Edition. Uh, So that one will, uh, I think, be for quite young kids, but it looks like it's an educational one as well. Let's see, a new Lando book called Lando's Luck by Justina Ireland, Uh, a Luke and Leia adventure, which is a choose your destiny, so like a choose your own adventure uh, by Kavan Scott and Elsa uh, Charitier, who is an excellent like artist. I don't know if you've seen some of her stuff from the new IDW kids books, the star Wars adventures comics, but like she basically draws like Bruce Tim, uh, the uh, Mark. So you get like Batman animated style, Darwin cook style, uh, art, art uh, for all the star Wars characters, like the cover with her, with Luke and, and Leia and, uh, R2 just looks rad. Like it looks like it would be an ideal comic when I was a kid. Um, let's see. Star Wars Millennium Falcon, a 3D owner's guide. So that feels almost like something, not quite like the tech, the, you know, the tech and schematic books that you, I know you like, Mark, but maybe like one more for kids. Pirate's Price by Lou Anders. Women of the Galaxy by Amy Ratcliffe. Uh, let's see, here's one of the big novels you were talking about. I think I got to that section of the announcements. Queen's Shadow by E.K. Johnston is coming. Oh, the Padme, I did see that. Padme novel. We got a Padme yes. novel coming up. I knew about that one coming. I saw, uh, Corey has a print or a poster of the cover, and it looks rad. Like, it looks just great. Uh, the description is that it's the newly elected queen uh, asks Padme to serve Naboo in a new capacity as its senator. And with the help of her devoted pat- had- handmaidens, Padme must figure out how to navigate the treacherous waters of politics and forge a new identity be- beyond this queen's shadow. Nice. Sounds pretty cool. And we got... Uh, yeah, let's see. The Tales from Vader's Castle, which I mentioned briefly. What else? Um, we got Solo's uh, novelization is finally coming, uh, coming by Murr Lafferty. And it's not going to come until uh, September, which feels weird. <laughs> but not I mean, not bad, just weird. Um, a Solo adaptation for miniseries as well. And let's see, Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance are coming. Comics by Jody Hauser, Greg Pak, and Tom Taylor, each going through these eras of Star Wars. It's a 30-issue maxi-series. So 10 apiece, 10, 10 for each yeah, era. Yeah, that, that one seems interesting. It really does. Like, I'm super curious to see how it's going to go. Like, each one's going to be 10, 10 issues, but each one's going to have, like, subtitles? Like... Age of Republic, Qui-Gon, and Age of Republic, Darth Maul are each going to be in the 10-issue Age of Republic section. 
So it's kind of interesting. There's the Claudia Gray novel that I know she's been wanting to write since before she wrote professionally because she was like her old fan fiction handle is tied to uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan uh, fan fiction. She's writing uh, Master and Apprentice. I'm pretty sure you'd be excited about that one, Mark, since you know, I know much love Lost Stars and Bloodline's my favorite of the Star Wars novels, I think, period. Definitely the new canon. So I'm kind of thrilled for this one. I think this one should be a lot of fun. As long as it's not a slash fic, I'm fine. I mean, I feel like they wouldn't let that be canonized, but I don't it's know. a joke, Jared. Come on. I, I, I'm not. Sure, I'm not so sure that there won't be some like subtle, <laughs> like unfortunate. Problem way. is that everybody's looking for something, right? Yeah. Well, if, I they mean, can, if they can find, if they can find Callus and uh, and uh, Zeb, love, then I suppose they can find anything. I was going to say, uh, definitely unfortunate for you, fortunate for others, <laughs> but. So uh, I feel like this is an opportune moment to bring up our newest segment, which was so popular last week. I got 18,484 notifications on Twitter requesting that we keep up with this segment. And it's where we check in with Blake's newest tweet. Um, so let me pull this up, up real quick. And Blake's newest tweet is, and I quote, Nothing makes me feel older than sitting on the toilet too long and my legs falling asleep. Oh, I had that. He, he must, he's either A, tweeting or reading the internet. And I'm not going to go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. So, that, but back by popular demand, that was checking in with Blake. Yeah. The, yeah. the, uh, the first response is pretty great. Uh, we got uh, our friend Urban with a picture, a GIF of uh, uh, Cardi B looking quite disturbed <laughs> like she's not like what she hears and our co-host and great friend andrea is saying someone arrest this man this man for a tweet by poop by and then which, uh, blake blake responded with with uh, mrs doubtfire saying it was a run by fruiting which <laughs> i get it also let me i just happened to see this in my uh timeline anyway <laughs> and it's no it's actually a relevant thing to get to before we go um, is this segment really called tim looks at twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh well this yeah, is it. from indiana jedi um and he is saying that he's expecting to get the uh uh filming slash cast announcement sometime this week possibly thursday so what are you thinking about that regarding episode nine of course i think that'd be cool <laughs> i mean i'm into it I, well, I want them to make that movie i hope they do episode nine yes <laughs> It's over. <laughs> it's over. I, hey, here, I, here's, a, here's a question. Yes. Would we want... Okay, so the, the thing is, that the thing that sets up Clone Wars for us is that it's been pretty much after, a, what, first or second season, it's now been chronological. So I'm sure we'd love to see more Clone Wars, but the story is going to effectively end chronologically the first season it's aired on Netflix. For the first batch of episodes, right? Because see Jamandalore. If you want them to go back and do older stories, do you want them to do ones that have already been adapted into other media? Like, would you want them to go back and do Dark Disciple? Would you want them to go back and do, a, what is it, uh, Son of Dathomir or whatever with Darth Maul? Or do you want them to focus on other stories within the Clone Wars time frame, but not necessarily stuff that's already been adapted? Honestly, I think I'd prefer them to work on other stuff than, than, than rather than redo things. Even though, like the idea of Dark Disciple, 
animated is like extremely extremely cool to me like i would love to see that oh me too at the same time i think for first i'd prefer to see brand new stuff before they get to that and like and i guess like that would almost maybe be indefinite because like when are they if you are going out of chronological order then they they don't really ever have to stop the galaxy's so big that that war was so big that era i feel like is pretty freaking open you know like if, if they if they wanted to explore new stuff but that being said, that Dark Disciple, I think more than anything of the ones we've already seen, is one I would really like to see. I, was, I had pretty much the same reaction where I was like, you know, it would be great if they could focus on new stuff just because Star Wars tends to be new and not recreating, uh, save the comments, people, about Force Awakens, um, tends to not be recreating what's already been done. Um, but Dark Disciple, though, like that would be so good to see. <laughs> like that was my, my, my thought, just like everybody else here, like... We are not always great at podcasting. Like, <laughs> hey, I have an idea. Yes. 100%. That's all. Hey, hold on. I'm going to go ask Sal what he thinks. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he said Dark Disciple. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like usually I would know your, Sal's not there, but you do see him enough. And this instance, this information, I know what his answer would be. So I feel like I really can't tell. Sal could be right there. I'd have no way of knowing. Right. He said Flo Walkinson. He's a blue walking. Yeah, <laughs> that also well, sounds extremely global. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, before we do go for this episode, are there any things that we didn't cover regarding Clone Wars or uh, Comic Con or anything like that that you guys wanted to get to? We covered yeah, pretty God, much everything. Godzilla trailer was amazing. Yeah, that Godzilla. Moving like, on. Like at, at the end, people were like, "Hey, is she?" Is Eleven teaming up with Godzilla? Is that what's happening? Like, is that what the movie's about? And it sort of looks like it. And, and Tim, they even specifically said that Bear McCree, who's composing Godzilla, will be doing some of the classic themes. I saw that, yeah. Yes, and as we all know, the director liked my suggestion of that six months ago? Six months ago. (laughs) So who's responsible for it? Mark. Yes. Yes. 100% 100% royalties coming. All the credit. All yep. the credit. And then my other my other friend is like, well, what are you going to do if it's Desplat's themes? Oh. Don't, don't be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, why would somebody say that to you? <laughs> <laughs> is it a real friend? Yeah, he's a coworker. He's, he's uh, he and I definitely disagree on a lot of things, but <laughs> I, I, I still count him as a friend. And Even I, though and he I, hates us. And I appreciate that same consideration being shown to me from you so often. <laughs> you, uh, you definitely disagree a lot. You're good. You're good to uh, the people who you don't you don't always agree with. You're still good at being friends, and not everyone in our world is. And I appreciate it. What? I think yeah, I you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would love. I would love for people to have the same consideration for me. It's not. Doesn't seem like it's necessarily going to happen in this world. But, uh, you know, I try, you know, I, I, I definitely I don't want to write people off for differences of opinion. I try to listen to people and then uh, I, I, I don't well, know. I think I, I, I honestly think... feel like a little bit like uh, from a disagreement or two this week. I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but specifically because of some of the things like you and, and other friends uh, have said to me, I feel like maybe I'm so diplomatic most of the time that when I just don't budget all like i'm not to say that it's unreasonable but that i might 
on anyone else's part, but may, I might be held to not an unreasonable standard, but to a different standard than other people because uh, I've set an expectation to be extremely uh, diplomatic, if that makes any sense. I don't know. Well, I, need, I need you once you get your eyesight back to respond to me on the, on the latest brouhaha. Yeah, so I, 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 I want to. I want to be able to read again. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not happy with that guy's stuff, but it's all a mess. Everything is, it, it, we all have a lot of bad stuff going on in general <laughs> in, the, in the world. Well, you know, let me, let me just state my opinion on that, if everybody doesn't know, is that if you're nowadays offending a group or a person, or, you know, that, that's a whole other story. But if you're just, I don't know, things have changed. Well, they have, and they're going to continue to change, and we and we need to be vigilant and aware of, I don't know, could be used, it could be weaponized to uh, attack people who are 100% innocent and can be used to attack people for things that are, have nothing to do with anything. Like, I, I, I definitely know what you mean. I, 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 yeah. Well, and also, it's, it, it's also tough now in, in today's day and age to where you could be so strident behind an opinion, and then something that comes that just knocks that a little bit aside, and you're like, well, okay, no. No, not in that. And they're like, well, what about the other thing you're so stridently against? It's like, it's different. It's like, well, how's it different? Sometimes, like, the, however, sometimes there are very, uh, there are either subtle or clear differences that not everyone sees or are aware of as well. Like, to be fair, like, I know, I do know what you're saying, but I don't know. Not every, not everything, just because something shares a one quality in common doesn't mean they're 100% comparable or uh, right. one, to, one to one, you know? And, I, and we need to be able to have nuance and discussion. And I think that, that that for me is one way that Twitter, well, I really enjoy it. And I know all you guys and some of my favorite people in the world through it. And I love it. But it's not the best platform for discussing anything that has any nuance, which we've said before, I think, on the show. And I know we've said to each other. Like, it's like, it's the it's enemy of people that you disagree with. <laughs> and the, then muting the, the blocking them. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that happened, happened a lot lately, it feels like. Yeah gonna keep happening probably yeah i i i strive to follow people who i don't agree with on everything and who challenge me and i have many friends who i think i agree with on enough you know like you that that i i appreciate when we do disagree that i'm hearing a perspective that i might not have but that i i understand it's coming from an earnest place an honest place and it's not hateful or you know just because it's different doesn't mean just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean it's wrong. And just because it's different doesn't mean I have to disagree with it or be upset about it, even if I don't feel that way, if that makes eh, any sense. I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Mark is just a straight-up, all-around bad guy. Well, no, yeah. Mark Mark is like uh, the best of all of, of, of Hell's Demons, right? <laughs> you guys missed uh, that. A, a security guard called Steal the Devil uh, this week at Comic-Con. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Like she was, she was singing like spirituals and like clapping, like say like like about like sending the devil away. It was pretty great. Uh, here's one thing that's coming for me. Yes, I have. I, I realized that I missed buying the concept uh, uh, art of Godzilla, the first movie, <laughs> and and it just so happens that they're all on remainder. Oh, did we lose Mark again? Mark, we lost you again. Are you British? Can you hear us? He could hear us last time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he could last time. Oh, Anything you want to say while he can't respond? 
No. I, I mean, I don't, but I'm just giving you this is uh, an opportunity. So I'm just letting you know. It's a job as a host to bring up opportunities, even if I don't take them myself. I'm just saying I love Mark and I don't want to. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to trick anybody or yeah, do anything. No, no, I mean, I'm there with you, but just show me. Oh, Did I, oh I know I told, just left. I told you guys, you and Mark, but I don't think I told our audience about how I'm blind. Uh, oh, yeah. That'll be the last thing I say probably before we sign off if Mark doesn't doesn't join us uh, in a moment. But I uh, lost my glasses today when I stuck my head out of the car window while I was riding back from San Diego with our friends uh, Randy and Tashi and Corey from the Making Star Wars Network. And to check and see about a sound that had happened. We want to make sure no tire had, had, had burst. And yeah, my glasses flew to the, the five going up and down uh, California, the freeway. And it... Uh, yeah, there are probably a bajillion glasses pieces on the freeway and on people's tires right now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I am really appreciating modern science and how I can see more than approximately one and one half foot in front of my face all the time, like usually, <laughs> like with, with no issue. Because right now, that is not the case. Well, if, if any of our listeners were driving home and they got a flat tire because they ran over some glass or something, uh, Jared is sorry. Yeah, you can blame Randy and send the bills to him. <laughs> no, uh... Not at all. Uh, if you happen to like catch them miraculously, please let me know. That would be amazing. Uh, I could really use those glasses. We got Mark? No Mark? Mark Text think, for Mark? Yeah, Mark just said that it's not letting him reconnect. So let me... I'll just try adding him one quick time. If that doesn't work, then... Uh, we'll sign off and... Yeah. Wish Mark um, a better connection next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, we're we're about to sign off anyway, so while he is potentially getting back on, maybe not, I uh, just want to say that I am really looking forward to discussing some new episodes of The Clone Wars with everybody here on the show, because that's I never got to do that, because by the time that I was on a podcast, Clone Wars was over, and it was Rebels and The Force Awakens when this started, so uh, we'll be looking forward to having Clone Wars discussions with you guys, and uh, it'll be great. Mark's not back yet. I guess we're good to go. So <laughs> thank you everybody for listening and we'll be back next time. If you have any questions, you know how to contact us, text, email, call, whatever, any of it works. Shout really loud enough. One of us might hear you and we'll get back with you guys. So, all right. Bye. <laughs> bye.